you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we are covering the Carson Wentz trade, the blockbuster trade, sending Carson Wentz from Philadelphia to Indianapolis to reunite with his former offensive coordinator, Frank Reich. And folks, Wentz off. Not with their former teams anymore. I believe I said it before the season. No, I said it about Goff. I'm not sure if I said it about Wentz. I know I said it about Wentz during the season. These guys are not very good at playing the quarterback position. Like, they're just, they just weren't. Um, there's not much else to say. Wentz had an awful season. He threw 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. He threw a couple thousand yards through 12 games and was benched for Jalen Hurts. Like, he was bad. He was, he was, he was, I don't know if he was historically bad, but he was really, really bad. And obviously, Jalen Hurts comes in the game. Doug Peterson sits Carson Wentz, puts Jalen Hurts in. Team plays better. Not great. Uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the solution to the many problems that uh, reside in Philadelphia. But Definitely played better with Jalen Hurts at the helm, I would say. I think, think that Carson Wentz mentally was done last year. Uh, the relationship with Doug Peterson, ownership, uh, just everyone seemed very strained. And uh, that's likely the reason why he was traded and the reason why he was benched. Uh, that and the fact that he was absolutely terrible. Um, now he's an Indy. So the Eagles received for Carson Wentz. By the way, he was on a huge contract. So the Eagles received for Carson Wentz. They received a third. They, they received a third round pick this year, and a conditional second next year. Which means they're going to receive a second next year unless Carson Wentz, if he plays seventy five percent of his games, so that'd be twelve games next season. If he plays twelve games next regular season. It will move to a first round pick, or if he plays seventy percent of his games and make the playoffs, it will also become a first-round pick. So there are kind of two different pathways right there for the Colts to get a first-round pick out of Carson Wentz. I mean, sorry, the Eagles to get a first-round pick out of Carson Wentz, which I think is probably really, really good. That's next season. That's uh, after. That's next draft. That's not this year. That's next year. Which, for me, I think is probably a really solid deal because, you know, for the Eagles, you're, I mean, he has so much cap space that if you can get a first-round pick out of Carson Wentz, you know, I mean, look, if he plays 12 games, he still could suck, right? So I don't, I don't know if the Colts are exactly going to move off of him. But um, there's a chance he's still terrible, and then, you know, you look really, really good uh, afterwards. So 
you know, I, I think that the Eagles, I mean, look, they're they're in rebuilding mode. There's no secret to that. You know, whether they start Jalen Hurts next season and they just roll with him for a year, or whether they draft a quarterback this offseason, to me, it doesn't really matter. They're not a playoff team. They're just they're awful. And so like the, they're like 41 million below like over the cap or something insane. They're t- they're not going to they can't resign players. They suck. You know that, that you thought they were bad this year. Thought they had I mean they had some talent. Just wait till next season when, you know, they don't have any talent on their team. So that's going to be a big thing. Um so so realistically, can Reich Fits, fix Wets. Can he fix Wets? It's going to be the biggest question probably for the Colts going into next season. Because the Colts this season won 10 games. They were a playoff team. They won 10 and 6 and lost to... Um, they lost to... Who did they lose to? That's the Bills in the first round. They were 7 seed. They lost to the Bills in the first round of the playoffs. They're a good team. I think defensively... They were, you know, a bit better than I think, you know, like statistically done. I think they, you know, really tightened up, especially at the end of the season. Offensively, I think Jonathan Taylor is really good. They have one of the premier offensive lines in the league, especially with Quinn and Nelson. Um, and they have some good wide receivers. I think T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman are two very, I think they're underrated wide receivers. I don't think they're incredible. I think Mike, Michael Pittman probably going to make a big stride this offseason um, and become much better receiver. Um, I'm not that he wasn't good this year. I just think he's going to get, he has a lot of, he's a lot of room to get better. I think T.Y. Hilton had a good season. And I think the tight ends also had a decent season. Trey Burton, uh, the other, the others, I don't, I don't know their names, the others. And, you know, for me, the Colts were, I think they were limited by Philip Rivers, his capabilities. His, I said that at the beginning of the season, you know, I said that they, I think I said that they would miss the playoffs, but they would win like eight or nine games. And they ended up winning 10 games and made the playoffs, which, you know, I was wrong. Um, Phillip Rivers, I think he overperformed for my expectations, but at the end of the day, I was, I still feel like I was right that he didn't do anything that was, that was unique, that was going to offer the Colts anything to make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, and it was for me, it felt like kind of a waste of a year because, you know, great, it's Philip Rivers, but you made the playoffs is fantastic. But, you know, I, this team, I think, is better than that. So, you know, with the question, Cam Reich fix Wentz? I don't think Wentz next season will have as bad of a season as he had this season. I think that'd be very, very difficult to say. Like, do I think Wentz? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be as bad. I don't know if he can fix Wentz in one offseason. But I think Wentz will definitely play better next season. Like, I think he will definitely play better. I think there's a little bit more talent. So he'll be playing better. And, you know, can Reich fix Wentz? No, but I think the relationship between those two is definitely better. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think Frank Reich is a good head coach. We'll see what they can do. I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not set either way um, just yet because I think that we still have a lot to go through um, before we even start to getting to predictions about teams and stuff like that. 
But just right now, I think that Frank Reich has the capabilities to fix Wentz. And not to not to 100% degree, because I think that Wentz last season is kind of what, you know, we're not going to see him that bad. I don't know how much better he's going to get, though. He has potential to be, I don't know, maybe an average quarterback, I think. Uh, I don't know if he can get back to an MVP season, but I think he can be an average quarterback in the NFL next year, just from the eye test. I'm not talking about statistics. I think just, you know, just from the eye test, I think he can become, you know, back to an average quarterback, probably between, uh, you know, 14 and 20 on PFF. That's probably where I have him. He can get there. Do I think, you know, obviously he doesn't, you know, that's not – I think he can get there. Can the question was can Reich fix once? I think the answer is yes. Will he? I don't know. That's to be determined. I think it's way too early to even speculate about that. Um, so the Eagles, flipping to them just for a moment. The Eagles take a $33,820,608 dead cap hit. So that tells you how much they wanted to get rid of Carson Wentz, right? Like they're taking a huge dead cap hit to get rid of him. And I think the Eagles kind of bungled this trade. Like, even though I think that they made out, like, kind of okay, they didn't get, like, it, it, I think they made out, kind. I think they made out okay. But the way that they played it was kind of horrendous because they were like, oh, people are offering us first-round picks. And no one really was. Like, no one was offering them a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. They were bluffing. And it wasn't a very good bluff because I'm sure that plenty of NFL GMs and stuff like that kind of talked to each other and was like, are you offering? I'm not offering. Are you? I don't think anyone I was actually offering because they, they would have accepted anything for a first-round pick. Like, that's they would have accepted it. Um, so, obviously, no one was offering a first-round pick. The best they got was a conditional second-round pick, which is, I mean, we'll see. I think that will probably turn into a first-round pick unless Carson Wentz sucks. So for the Eagles in that case, it's kind of it might be kind of a lose lose situation because if Carson Wentz ends up playing well next season, then it's like well we gave away a quarterback who's playing well for a third and a first, and we have a huge dead cap hit on him. Um, but if he ends up not playing well, then we only got a second and a third out of him. And we're taking a third. So it's not really like a great trade for the Eagles. I think it's just something that necessary, like that's something necessary that needed to happen. Um, so they obviously want to get rid of Carson Wentz because I mean, if you're taking a thirty-three million dollar cap hit, almost thirty-four million dollar cap hit, dead cap hit, just to get rid of a guy, it means you don't want him. And no one was offering a first-round pick, so the Eagles obviously didn't play this well. And Howie Roseman, I believe, is a GM. I don't think he's very smart. I don't think he's very good at his job. Um, obviously because the Eagles are a four win team with, you know, $41 million over the cap, which is, uh, I mean, you know, if you're a GM in that position, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have a job. Like you should have a job. Like this team collapsed after a Super Bowl run. And, and I, I don't think Nick Serini is the answer. I mean, the, eh, that press conference was horrendous. The Eagles are still in like the tank. They're still in the dumpster and they're going to be there for a long time coming, I believe. Um, I, it's going to be a long rebuild for them if they're able to do it successfully, which, you know, it's Philadelphia. So we'll see. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Uh, They kind of suck and I kind of like it. So I really don't care. Um, back to the Colts though. 
the Colts for me seem like a perfect situation for Carson Wentz, right? He has a great defense with him. Like it's one of the better defenses in the league. It's I think it's top 10 defense next season. And, you know, the keys to winning a Super Bowl are having a top 10 defense, top 10 offense. If you have both of those, you're guaranteed to make the playoffs unless you're the Chargers and have the worst special teams of all time. Um, that was back in 2010. Uh, and the Colts have decent special teams. So, especially uh, uh, Blankenship, he's actually really good. So, you know, the Colts to me seem like a perfect situation. Everything that Wentz, you know, allegedly complained about, allegedly, um, was coaching, off- like offensive talent, defense. Like, he played a lot of hero ball last year. And this year, he can't do that. This year, he cannot play hero ball because it's just not going to work. He doesn't need to, right? He doesn't need to be the hero of the Eagles. Last year, he did because the Eagles sucked. This year, he can't play hero ball. The team is too good. If he plays hero ball, he's going to end up hurting the team, right? The Eagles, to me, are a perfect situation. Wentz, I feel like, doesn't have as much pressure on his shoulders as an individual player to get the job done because he has so much talent around him. However... The team has a lot of pressure to make a step forward, and he does to lead this team further than they went last year, right? That's where his pressure lies. It's not about making the playoffs. It's about moving forward in the playoffs. And, you know, to me, the Colts seemed like a perfect situation for him. He got everything he wanted. He got his head coach. He got a good offense. He got a good offensive line, offense, you know, off- offensive weapons. He got a good – he's eyes a running game, a defense – he has special. Like he has everything you need to, you know, make a deep playoff run, to make the Super Bowl, to you know, all this sorts of stuff. So to me, a lot of it's on him. And we, if we look at Philip Rivers last year, I believe he's like he's he was getting close to forty. I don't know if he was at forty yet. He was he was getting up there, and he certainly looked looked not so great. Philip Rivers had a decent season, right? He led the team to the playoffs. So like that is definitely the benchmark. Carson Wentz needs to lead this team to the playoffs. Like, that is, you know, I think if he doesn't, I think it's a failure automatically. I think if, you know, he gets injured, I think that's still a failure because then you're just wasting another season. Carson Wentz, like, he has injury issues, right? I mean, that's part of him playing hero ball. He has a lot of injury issues. So, you know, I think that's definitely something to consider going to this trade. Um, you know, but I think for me, they're a perfect situation for him. So if he doesn't succeed, that's really on him. I, you really can't make excuses for him if he doesn't succeed because at the end of the day, it's on him. Like at the end of the day, he got to where he wanted to go. The team has caps. Like the team is in a great position. The Colts are, in my opinion, one of the best positions in the league to, to win a Super Bowl, make a Super Bowl, whatever. I just wish they had gotten Matthew Stafford. I think they'd be a real threat if they had him. I think he's more of a sure thing than Carson Wentz's, um, but they they weren't able to grab him. And they're you know obviously teams gave up much more for you know uh, Los Angeles gave up much more for Stafford, but I feel like if the Colts gave that up, they could probably be a Super Bowl team now. Um, so that you know bring to my next question: Can the Colts win a Super Bowl with Wentz? I think the answer is yes. Can they? The answer is can they? Of course, yeah. I think if he plays great, then yes. Will they? No. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to ever be good enough to lead a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, the AFC is good. They have some good teams. I don't think he's there. I think 
for me, Carson Wentz will not lead the Colts to a Super Bowl, not even to play in one. I think the closest that they might win a playoff game next season, but I don't think I don't think they're going to be very good in the playoffs. Um, and here's why: I think next season Carson Wentz is going to have a great. I think he'll have a good season. He might have. He might not be having a great season. Now, I've been thinking about drafting him in fantasy, and here's why. The three defenses in his division, right? Right? The three defenses in his division last year were 31st, 27th, and 24th in points allowed. So, you know, that's that's bottom third of the league, right? Like, this is bottom third of the league in points allowed. Those are the three other teams in his division. So that's six games a year where you're playing some of the worst teams. It's not like these teams are going to get better defensively. Like they're going to get... They might get marginally better. Like the Jags might get better. They might not they might not be 31st, but they might be like 25th. Like they're not going to be good. Texans probably going to get worse. They're probably going to go for 27th to like maybe 30th. And the Titans probably going to stick around 24th. Like the defenses aren't going to be good next year. They might be a little bit better, but they're not going to be good. Right? Those are the three divisions. He's playing those teams six games a season, right? Those are going to be stat padding games. He's going to put up numbers in those games, I think. And then the rest of the games, he'll probably play like average, good, good football. I don't know their schedule yet. Actually, we can pull it up. We can pull it up. Colts schedule next season. Twenty twenty one. You know, so for me, so they play the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Bills, Texans twice. Jaguars, Titans, they play the Pats, the Jets, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Nine. So they play some good defenses. They play some bad defenses, right? So they play six games against terrible defenses. Cardinals aren't great. Baltimore is pretty good. Buffalo is pretty good. Um, New England is pretty good. The Jets suck. The Ray, the Rams, they'll be pretty good next season, I think. The Seahawks are pretty good. Actually, well, it depends. The Seahawks might be good. They might be terrible. The Raiders aren't very good. Dolphins, Niners will probably be pretty good. So, overall, they're going to play some good defenses. They're going to play some bad defenses, right? But they play six games against defenses who are terrible. Those are in-division games. Right now, the Colts are probably my pick to win the division just because of that. Because, I mean, all these teams probably have to play the same, like, these same teams, and for me, the Colts are the best fit to beat those six, those three other teams just because they're the best built team out of the four, right? So for me, there's no excuses for the Colts not to make the playoffs next year. Like, if they're terrible, that's on once. Like, they can't do worse. So, you know, he's got talent. I think the Colts are the best built team in the AFC South and one of the best in the AFC. They might be the best spell in the AFC. I think they might be the most complete team outside of the quarterback position, which is kind of key. Like if Josh Allen was a quarterback at the Colts, they'd be a Super Bowl team. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback at the Colts, they'd be a Super Bowl team. Deshaun Watson was a quarterback at the Colts, they would be a Super Bowl team. Those are all, in my opinion, like I'm not saying they would be in the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that they will be Super Bowl contenders. With Carson Wentz, it's definitely not a certainty. It's a maybe. They might be. They might not be. I don't think they will be. I think they're capable of doing it without Carson Wentz with someone better, but they don't have that. And so at the end of the day, is it a good trade for the Colts? I mean, they needed a quarterback, but they could always have traded up and given up 
a second and a third this year for a first round pick this year and drafted a quarterback, I think, you know, and not taking on the cap. You could have given up more. You could have probably, you could probably give up like a second and a first this year, get a first this year, draft a quarterback and not have to do with a crazy cap. And that's probably, at least for me, equal. I mean, yeah, it's not as defined and you're dealing with a rookie quarterback, but at the same time, Carson Wentz is such a like enigma. Unless you're a hundred percent confident that he can lead you to the promised land, then I guess it's a, a, not a great trade. Um, overall, it's very interesting, and I think there's going to be a lot of nuances. I mean, the Eagles aren't going to really change, but we have to look at the Colts next season. We have to judge them not off of not off his like um, aggregate performances over. Uh, I believe it's going to be sixteen games next season. It could be seventeen. We can't judge him off of his aggregate performances. We have to judge him not off of his performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, right? We have to judge him against the defenses that really count. Because in the playoffs, you're going to face defenses that, you know, are good. And, you know, uh, certain games like against the Bills, like he's got to perform in that game. If he does, I think he'll be good. I think he's probably a good pick for fantasy. He's going to play some bad defenses, so you'll get some easy games with him. And I think... You know, stuff like that. But I don't know. Can't It's so weird. I don't know. I believe more in Carson Wentz now than I did previously. I think it was hard on him this year. I probably won't be hard on him as hard on him next year. But I just think he's a mediocre quarterback. Like, I don't think you're I don't think you can ask more of him. I think he's just mediocre. You know, just average. And I don't know. For me, I always talk about here. If you're gonna win a Super Bowl, if you want to win a Super Bowl. Like, you cannot have a mediocre quarterback. That's, like, the one thing you can't have. You can have a mediocre defense and win a Super Bowl. You can have mediocre special teams. You can have a mediocre offensive line and win a Super Bowl. You cannot have a mediocre quarterback and win a Super Bowl. Like, even the year that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, he was not a mediocre quarterback. He was playing very, very good football, right? Like, Jimmy Garoppolo was not playing good football. Like, he was, like, a mediocre – like, he literally is not a very good quarterback and he was playing bad football. So, in my opinion, the most important position is quarterback. And it feels like the Colts are good in every single position and they know what they're doing in every single position but quarterback. And I feel like that's going to hold them back. And ultimately, I don't think they'll win a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. And I think that's kind of be going to be a waste because they're, they have such a good team. And it just, to me, doesn't feel like they're going to get anywhere with it. And that's kind of all I have to say about the Carson Wentz trade. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, And I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of developments going forward. And obviously this is very early. But these are just kind of my initial thoughts and what I've been thinking about today and yesterday. So thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Flipkowski, and have a great Sunday. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? of everyone on Golden State. Open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.